Yo, it's another episode of the Winner Go Home podcast. It's been a rough week. Seems like it's been way too many rough weeks in 2020. I guess that's just the kind of year it's been. But we're going to start out talking about the loss of Chadwick Boseman, talented actor, uh, legend, Black Panther. Also knew him from playing Jackie Robinson, 42, James Brown, Get On Up, Thurgood Marshall, and, and Marshall. And, of course, his biggest role, Black Panther. Leader of Wakanda, member of the Avengers, you know, first black superhero, you know, with the, with that kind of spotlight, man. Legendary Chadwick Boseman lost him at the age of 43 to colon cancer. You know, didn't even know he had it. He kept it on the low, it seemed like. You know, fought it and heard that it just progressed. Um, Chadwick, legend, we, we won't forget him, Wakanda forever. Chadwick Boseman, he had some great quotes. You know, I like to share. One of them is, when I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left that could say, I used everything you gave me. Another one is, you had to cherish things in a different way. When you know the clock is ticking, you are under pressure. One more, when you are deciding on next steps, next jobs, next careers, further education, you should rather find purpose than a job or a career. Purpose crosses discipline. Purpose is an essential element of you. Wakanda forever, the great Chadwick Boseman, God too soon, legend, he left his mark, his legacy won't be forgotten. Oh, one more great quote, you know, talk about that perseverance and resilience that he, you know, embodied. Sometimes you need to get knocked down before you can really figure out what your fight is and how you need to fight it. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. You know, it's like we become numb to hearing about tragic, you know, sudden events happening, you know, because the unpredictable, the unexpected has happened, you know, like all the unexpected celebrity deaths this year, the pandemic, you know, the crazy year that has been 2020, unexpected things keep happening. So when we hear about something else, it's just like not much of a surprise anymore, you know, because of how suddenly people, you know, are taken, suddenly catastrophes happen and... You know, like, we don't, we don't, seems like, you know, we're kind of getting away from mourning as much because it just keeps happening where tragic things happen, um, where, you know, the unexpected, just shocking, just shocking, but they just keep happening with Chadwick, with Kobe and Gianno, with, you know, all the unexpected celebrity deaths this year that have happened, um, and we just, we think we know, know the people, you know, behind them when we lose them. You know, we think we, we, we think we know them. So we feel hurt at first, but then like, you know, eventually we just move on. But then something else happens, you know, you know there's Naya Rivera. It just, now Chadwick Boseman just keeps being shocking deaths that just hurt us to our core, specifically, you know, the black community and the entertainment community, you know, the culture is just, there's, there's become a numbness to sadding, you know, terrible things happening. So the NBA, man, put off a chain of protests by sports leagues this week. Started with the Milwaukee Bucks refusing to play their playoff game and the rest of the league followed. And I talked about this in my blog a little bit, but other leagues followed as well. The MLB not the whole league, but certain teams, certain games were canceled or postponed. Um, 
NHL finally went ahead and did the same thing. Tennis even got affected, as I said in the blog, with Naomi Osaki refusing to play, um, as well as Major League Soccer to the MLS. Man, it's great. NFL canceled practices as well. It's great when the white leagues, you know, chip in and do it, you know. Of course, we expect from NBA, WNBA at this point. It forgot to mention, WNBA did, did it as well. You know, with mostly black players, we expect it. We expect them to protest, speak up, use their platforms, where they've been doing excellently. Uh, LeBron James, Chris Paul, Donovan Mitchell, you know, saying in their interviews, you know, advocating for Breonna Taylor, justice for Breonna Taylor, saying the importance of going to, to vote, you know. They keep stressing, you know, we need to get out and vote. Uh, Tobias Harris also mentioned Breonna Taylor. And then the messages on the back of the jerseys, you know, the activism. NBA's got to be at the forefront right now of, you know, athletes who have been using their platform speaking up. And the MLB focus, you know, mostly white leagues following is huge because, you know, white people watching sports, you know, they want to they want to get away from try to get away from the Black Lives Matter movement, not us advocating for racial justice. But they want to go watch black players play and all that, you know, so now they're using their platform. So, you know, they think they can turn on NHL, MLB, get away from it. But they're they're chipping in, speaking up, too. So that's great. You know, like you don't you don't just get black entertainment without worrying about our lives, without, you know, without caring about us receiving justice, without caring about us being killed by police, you know, uh. You don't just get to receive our entertainment from us holding a mic or us, you know, playing with a ball, you know, winning the game for your team, whatever. You know, you got to you got to be all in on blackness, all in on um, black entertainment, black culture. You know, don't just love black culture without loving black people. Love black people as much as you love black culture. You know, I saw that Instagram post somewhere. Um, so, yeah, we need to keep it up. NBA just did excellent job starting this. You know, this is a different asset to, different facet to it. You know, uh, us taking away the games and protests refusing to play. You know, this is you know Muhammad Ali level um, activist Bill Russell. You know, just legendary activism here. And you know, it's not over either. AD Anthony Davis said interview last night. You know, if the owners don't, NBA owners don't follow their word and put action. You know, to this activism, put action to reform all that, then they'll do it again. You know, they'll take away their playing, their services again, just like that. You know, it's just excellent. Because um, we're at the forefront of the entertainment. <laughs> you don't just get access to us. You don't get to watch us entertain you without caring about us as people. You know, they still people when they get off the court, when they get off the field, when they get off the stage, uh, when they get out the studio, get off the mic, whatever. Whatever they're doing, you know, Still people, anybody's affected. Still black men when they when they when they done with their job. Still black women when they're done with their entertainment, with their sport. Um they the same thing can happen to them that that's happened to countless black people. Aside from those that just receive national attention, you know. They can still be pulled over, still be killed, still be prejudiced, still be oppressed. Of course, which is what we are. Um you know, and it's not over. Like I said, it's going to keep going. They're going to keep using their platform, using their jobs, using their entertainment, you know, to bring the necessary awareness we need. And that's a salute to them. Salute to these icons in sports. 
in you know movies, music, entertainment who are using their platform speaking up because that's a huge platform, and it's a lot of white people who just listen to black people's music, watch us play sports, entertain, and win the game for their team. But then I want to speak up for our lives. You know, it don't it don't work like that. So keep going. We got to keep bringing it up. You know, you can't escape this. This is everybody's problem. You know, the privilege, the privilege might think they don't have to deal with it because they don't go through it. So they don't have to talk about it, have to deal with it, have to advocate for uh, activism for it. But this is everybody's problem, man. You don't get to get away from it because we go keep bringing it up, you know. Also news this week, another unarmed black person killed by a police officer, white police officer. It's there's just so many cases of these like it's not, it's not even surprising when you hear about another one. Sadly, it's no longer surprising. There's just so many cases, so many names. You forget about the details of some of them. There's so many. But when you hear the names, you know the names. Like just off the top of my head, it's Mike Brown, Trayvon Martin, Oscar Grant, Sean Bell, Alton Sterling, Baltimore Jones. Ahmaud Arbery, Sandra Bland, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and now Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake, thankfully, is still alive, but, you know, he's left paralyzed after a white officer shot him seven times in the back as he was going, uh, getting into his car. Like I said, it's just, it's way too many cases. Can't even keep track of all of them. Those are just, you know, some of the nationally known ones. You know, the, the, the ones that get a lot of the news attention just think about the ones that don't you know make national news get worldwide attention get protests for them think about the ones done in the dark man i mean these are just the nationally known ones and there's just way too many tired of having to do another protest for another victim arguing the same thing we shouldn't still be having to explain it's like another one once we try to you know move on from another one get past another one or people begin to forget about one Another one pops up, like Breonna Taylor in March, George Floyd in May, now Jacob Blake. Like, where we we keep having to argue, protest the same thing because action's not done, you know. And all that we can do, we can do our part, you know. Just keep keep the activism going, protesting, vote, keep going with the activism, and uh, we can't stop, you know. We can't stop protesting for our lives clearly people still don't get it like you know saying black lives matter so problematic for some people like because we saying we matter because the police keep killing us you know like for nothing stuff white people don't have to worry about people getting killed in their homes people police officers coming into their home still getting away with it just killing killing them uh Trayvon, you know, that's one that hits home for me. Trayvon Martin, he wasn't killed by a police officer, but, you know, a guy who thought he was a police officer um, just bothered him. You know, he was just minding his business. Hits home for me. You know, I feel like that's like the first case, you know, that hit home for me because he was doing something, I'm, you know, I do or I would, I, I would be doing at the time when it happened. You know, just walking to the store to get a snack, watching the game, watching the, about to watch the NBA All-Star game with a hoodie on. You know, he got a, he has a right to wear a black hoodie. Some guy just starts bothering him, not minding his business because he thinks he looks suspicious. Um, you know, just going to the store to get a snack, chilling at your home, going on a jog, working out in your own neighborhood. Um, you know, driving, driving while black. You know, just get you can just get picked on at any any moment just because you're black. 
and prejudice, racism. A racist officer can just use his power to do anything he wants to you, right? Just get away with it for any reason. He don't have to have a reason, you know? It's just so random, out of nowhere. This this is life for black people to, in America and in the world. You know, we, we do stuff that is normal, but we can be killed for it. You know, the outcome stuff white people don't even have to think about. You know, the outcome. Like, it's got to change. We, we, we keep saying we got to change. It has to change. But clearly people still don't hear us. You know, they they doing it. Cops doing it without fear of the consequences. Like, cameras out. Mike Brown, Jacob Blake, Alton Sterling. I can't breathe. That, that was all... George Floyd. These are all on camera, and the police don't care. Like they bring this savagery, this violence. You know, this these terrible acts. They don't care who sees because they know they can get away with it. Sadly, which has been the case, sadly, for most of these cases, man. That's why we protest the racial injustice because it's awful. Got to get past this, man. Got to. This is a problem, and. Like I was saying, you know, with the sports protests, you know, a lot of white people think they can just push it aside because they don't have to deal with it. Like, we're not going to let y'all forget. We're not going to let y'all ignore this, you know. I saw a sign on Instagram. We kneel, y'all mad, you know. We protest, y'all mad, you know. Y'all don't like the way we protest, the way we do. Instead of focusing on why we're protesting, what we're protesting, because it's a damn good reason... Instead of instead of focusing on why we're mad, y'all don't like how we're doing it. You know, y'all silent all that. We kneel, y'all silent. We protest, y'all silent. We get... No, I'm sorry. We kneel, y'all mad. We protest, y'all mad. Uh, we... We, uh... Y'all uh, silent, though, when we get killed. You know, we get killed, y'all silent. Don't want to speak about that. That's the root cause. That's why we protesting. That's why we're doing it. Why this is happening. The murders. That should be the only focus. Not what happens as a result of these terrible murders where there's no justice. Focus should be why it happened. That's the only thing you should be mad about. Right? Stop focusing. You know, don't be vocal about the other stuff, but then silent about the murder. What caused it? So, yeah, like I said, man, Reverend Al Sharpton was great um, during the uh, Neil Keep Your Knee Off Our Necks uh, protest, the March on Washington that was this past week. Um, you know, we keep putting ourselves in harm's way because we keep having a protest for this. You know, black people, we're going out during a pandemic, uh, a virus that's that targets us hardest, you know? It's mostly us being killed by this virus and we risking our lives to go out and protest during the um, during this virus because this is such a crucial topic and clearly clearly plenty of people still don't get it. You know, that's why we keep having to go out and protest during this during the pandemic, you know, risking contract contracting the virus because plenty of people still don't get it. That's how serious and crucial this is. We tired of having to remind people to care about this. You know, we, it, enough's enough. We, we it's fed up, man. Tired of saying Black Lives Matter. 
saying how many more, asking how many more, because it's just that many, been that many cases. It's just that many. It's that many. You can't even keep track at this point. You know, at some points during the uh, Keep Your Knee Off Our Next protest, uh, March on Washington, led by Reverend Al Sharpton, they had several uh, family members of victims. You know, we've lost two uh, racially driven killings by the police, unarmed killings by the police. You know, there are so many. You know, everybody wanted to mic. Everybody wanted to speak, say something. But it was just so many, they couldn't even get to anybody, everybody. It's just, we've lost that many people to these police shootings. They couldn't even get to everybody, you know. Mike Brown's mom didn't get to speak. She got up there by the mic. Um, they had Ahmaud Arbery's family there. They had Oscar Grant, Breonna Taylor. Everybody, it, we've just lost that many people. They couldn't even get to everybody to speak before they just went ahead and marched. And like I said, we should have to keep doing this for the next victim. And it can be anybody, by the way. It can be anybody, any black person. You never know who's next. So that's why. That's why we're doing this. That's why these protests can't stop. And not to mention, a white boy with an AR-15 went around shooting at protesters in Wisconsin and killed two, wounded one. Just strolling through the streets with an AR-15 and ended up shooting at peaceful protesters and killing them. He was on camera doing an interview, flashing his AR-15, just walking around the streets, chilling, strolling the streets with an assault rifle. Like, <laughs> anything we do is threatening. But when they're blatantly being threatening, it it's not taken as a threat by the police. White mass shooters can just get peacefully arrested because they're not as threatening as unarmed black people, according to the police. Like, it's not adding up. It's not making sense. Lastly, I want to make sure everybody, you know, is aware how uh, us black people have to conduct ourselves, you know, to survive, you know, encounters with the police. Because you can bet it, it has to be totally different for us how we conduct ourselves around the police. We have to do the, uh, the maximum as much as we can to get out of the situation alive. Do whatever you can to get out of there alive. Because... Frankly, you know, it's obvious. White people, they don't have to do what we have to do. You know, they can get away with plenty of stuff. We, we had to be very careful, very respectful to police in our encounters. I just want to make sure everybody is aware, all my black listeners, aware uh, what we have to do to get our situation alive. Because that's, that's the main goal, to get home alive no matter what. So first I want to say, this is the most important part, I think, uh, just Keeping your mouth closed, not bringing any attitude to it. Um, you know, just remaining respectful, only speaking if they, you know, ask you straight up questions or anything. I don't care if they're cussing you out, anything. You stay respectful. You say, sir, ma'am, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, no, sir, no, ma'am, whatever. Stay still. Don't do any, uh, you know, sudden movements. Move slowly when they tell you reach for something, get something. Tell you you're reaching for Tell them uh, you're reaching for it. Glove department, um, out of your pocket, whatever. Uh, and hopefully have, you know, license, registration, all that out by the time, you know, they walk up to your window. If you're in the car, you know, have that already out. Um, but, yeah, keep your mouth, you know, just be respectful. Stay patient, even if they give you attitude, even if they're, 
you know, you know they're being racist. You know they're targeting you. You can only control you. At the end of the day, only you can only control your actions, what you're doing in the situation. And the focus is on getting home. And th- these are only instances where, of course, um, you're in the car. You know, you can't control. We've lost plenty. Officers came into their home, you know, bothered them while they were walking down the street. Um, going on a jog, you know, just ordinary things. But if you're in a situation, you know, police officer, you know, is bothering you. you we know why, you know. Remain patient. You can only control you. Only control your actions. You stay respectful no matter what they're doing. Um, just answer whatever they want to know. Know your rights. But, um, you know, just you have to stay calm. You can't get frantic. We can't get upset. You know, we can't we can't pull Karen. Can't start doing some ignorant uh, defending ourselves. You know, you got to remain calm because that's going to even get them... You know, they already nervous because you black already frantic. You can't do anything to get them even more upset. And that's going to get them upset, you know, cursing, cussing back at them and, you know, saying, like, why are you pulling me up, yelling at them and all that? Like, uh, leave me alone, all that. You know, you just got to be patient, you know. When they go low, we go high. Like, you know, former First Lady Michelle Obama said, you got to, you know, you got to treat them better than they treat you. That's the bottom line. And, of course, the unexpected does happen where they bother you walking down the street, bother you going on a jog, bother you in your own home. We had to conduct ourselves differently with the police, sadly. We have to be the bigger person in all situations.